0: Hey guys, what's up? Big Drewski here, you're listening to The Little Tangerine Show. One of the fastest growing Tennessee sports talk shows in all the land. We hit 4 million views on TikTok, baby, since the season started. We're doing big things, and that's all because of you guys, all you ball for life's out there that just want to see some positivity surrounding the Tennessee balls. While I'm at it, I want to go ahead and give a shout-out to one of my favorite local hotspots to get all my game day gear from, Located on West Emory Road up in Powell, Tennessee. The Depot Print House. They've got some amazing stuff, guys. Truly unique. One of a kind. A lot of hand-drawn designs, baby. They got some killer stuff. I've been rocking it in some of my videos. They hooked me up with some stickers and a swag bag. I absolutely love it. Check them out. You will not be disappointed. Hit them up on Facebook.com backslash The Depot Print House. Let's get into the show. Go, boss. Hey guys, what is up? Big Drewski here. You are listening to The Little Tangerine Show. Hope you guys are having an awesome time. Um, Tonight's podcast, I'm going to kind of mix a couple things in. I I thought I considered making them separate podcasts, and then I decided I'm just going to do one podcast. Um, First off, if you had not already, well actually, you know, instead of asking... (laughs) people to follow and all that i want to say thank you to the new listeners um actually some of you guys are already current fans of mine um which still sounds weird to me to say the word fan but uh, a lot of you guys corrected me and said no call me a fan i consider myself a fan so it's like "Ah, i'll just use the term then i guess but a lot of you guys are already current fans you just finally stumbled onto the podcast so welcome welcome um you know i can't do lives as much you know as often as i would like to so this kind of gives me an outlet to you know um voice my opinion and stuff like that during the week a little bit more you guys get a little bit more content um sometimes i'm able to kind of process thoughts a little bit easier um it just kind of works out a little bit better for me in the long run um eventually i would like to get to where i could do lives every night um, and sit around and talk college football and all that. But I mean, I, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, it is the way it is. I mean, I, you know, I have to go to work like everybody else. I've got a job, a wife, you know, a daughter and things going on and stuff. And so, uh, these podcasts is a great way for me to sort of still reach out to you guys and be here, but I can kind of do it when it's a little bit more convenient, um, you know, and stuff like that. But, um, But, yeah, so shout-out to all the new listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, Feel free to share this with any of your other friends or people that also like college football. Now, granted, this is primarily a Tennessee Vols-related podcast, Um, you know, but I do enjoy college football. College football is my favorite. Uh, I watch a little bit of NFL, but for me, college football is king, that's just, you know, my favorite thing to watch and talk about. I just love the pageantry. I love the, you know, the traditions and stuff like that. Um, speaking of traditions, um, I had a couple of people reach out and basically say, like, man, why are you posting about Mike Leach so much? I thought you were a Vols fan. Listen, those of you who don't know, Mike Leach, who is the current head coach of Mississippi State, passed away yesterday. Um just absolutely devastating news to the college football community. Um, that hit me really hard because I love Mike Leach. You know, I've posted quite a bit about Mike Leach. I think a couple of people thought that maybe I was just trying to, you know, ride the clout or whatever and get attention. It's not like that at all. And I'll probably post a video either tonight or tomorrow. Um I actually meant to yesterday and I just I didn't get a chance to. But um, you know, Mike Leach passing away hit me pretty hard. Um, those of you who watch my content and listen to me and stuff like that, um I talk about my passion for college football quite a bit. You know I've watched college football ever since I can remember. I pl- used to play, you know, the NCAA football, you know, EA sports franchise. The video game growing up um i just fully immersed myself in it as a young young kid and a lot of people you know that are listening to this or you know if you're hearing things about mike leach you're like i don't even know who the guy was like you know mike leach is one of the most unique um individuals that i have ever seen uh you know i never got to meet him unfortunately but um one of the most unique people that I've ever seen. Like, you know, he's up there with Steve Spurrier, you know, and Lou Holtz, and you know, Bobby Knight, guys like that that were college coaches. Bobby Knight was basketball, but um, who just he just had this larger than life personality, and he was kind of goofy, kind of loony, you know, a little a little off as rocker, but that's why people loved him um he's you know notorious for giving just absolutely you know hilarious and crazy interviews uh he goes on these wild just random tangents and rants and you know whatever and uh you know people have just come to love him i you know i came to love him um you know i primarily you know got to know him or or you know knew of him from his days at washington state as a head coach Um, ESPN you know they they were constantly on college game day running stories about him he's just a very unique and likable person and there's so many stories that have come out you know uh, since his passing Um, you know and he had a um, from what I've read had a a heart attack Um, and you know and just it he died from complications of that but like you know you hear all the stories about you know his crazy interviews the time when he was like a coordinator at Oklahoma and he, uh, you know, dropped a fake playbook uh, or had a player drop a fake playbook in front of, uh, the Texas sideline. And they ran over and scooped it up and thought they had the playbook. And he ended up going up 17 to zip on them. And, uh, nobody knew what was going on and come to find out he had dropped a fake playbook just to see if they would take it. Um, you know, there's a student um, reporter uh, for Mississippi State was telling a story about how he went to the um, you know, Mississippi State Bulldogs baseball game and Mike Leach was up there in the suite, you know, press box with him or whatever and he said he kind of walked up and introduced himself and he kind of, you know, anticipated Mike Leach to be like, you know, every other big time college coach or whatever, just kind of like, hey, how's it going? And then brush him off. Uh, He said he ended up sitting down with him and and drinking water and whiskey with him and you know just ended up having a great time and he said at one point mike leach stood up and walked over to the faucet and bent over and turned the water on on the faucet and got him a drink and um you know obviously you're not gonna see nick saban or somebody do something like that um but he's just a kooky off the wall guy and he's one of them guys that everybody related to because you're like man he's just a normal dude out here living his best life. Um, and to be honest with you, I didn't even know until after he passed away that he never really played football. He was going to school to be a lawyer and just, you know, intelligent guy. And he, he was, you know, on all accounts, one of the originators of the air raid offense, um, just kind of an innovator when it came to football. And he's done a lot of cool things. And, um, you know, he was the offensive coordinator when Josh Hopple was um, – in college at Oklahoma. And, you know, so a lot of the things that hypo got, he kind of learned from Mike Leach and my, you know, he took, it took the news pretty hard. Um, like me and a lot of other people that are just in or around the college football community and fans of college football and stuff like, you know, and there's a lot of people that don't really know who Mike Leach is other than he's just, you know, the head coach of Mississippi state. But, um, just a truly one of a kind character, and to be honest with you, I don't, I don't know how college football is going to be the same without him. Like it's just a big void that's left. Um, he's just, like I said, a very unique character, and he's part of what has made college football so great and so enjoyable for me over the years. Uh, You know, uh, and like I said, you know, I primarily knew of him from his Washington State days. Um, You know, like I said, I I never got to meet him or anything like that. I'm not going to pretend like me and him was best friends or anything, but I just really, really liked him. And and, and all accounts, anybody that's ever known him or met him or anything like that has said he's just 100 percent a real down-to-earth, genuine human being. And, you know, he's just unlike anybody else that you've ever met. And uh, I I was very sad and upset and devastated by, you know, that when I heard the news, like a lot of other people around college football were. Um, and so, you know, um, and again, you know, at the end of the day, and I've said this on the podcast as well as, on my lives and stuff like that. The SEC is a family. I mean, we're just a big dysfunctional family. Like, we all talk smack, and we all, you know, whatever. There's a lot of that going on. A lot of smack talk, a lot of like, ah, oh, you know, we're going to beat you. You guys are nothing. Oh, you guys are crap this year, you know, and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, the SEC takes care of each other. It's just a Southern hospitality thing that a lot of people don't understand. Um, I'm not going to say that you don't get that in other, you know, places, other conferences and stuff, but at the end of the day, the sec is family and, you know, I grew up, you know, not really being able to stand Steve Spurrier and all that. But then like, as I got older after he retired and stuff, I'm like, okay, okay. Like, let's all admit Steve Spurrier is pretty great. And, uh, had he come to the balls, he would have been like my favorite coach ever. You know, it's just like. But at the time, he was so cocky and arrogant. People just couldn't stand him and stuff. But it's like, you know, once you get past all that, you get older, and you start kind of looking back. You start learning to appreciate and love people like that, even though they're a rival coach. Um, And that's, you know. But Mike Leach was one of those guys that, honestly, I don't know that anybody that actually knew him or knew of him didn't like him. Um, You know, but devastating news huge loss to the the you know college football and college sports world you know football in general just a huge massive loss and um i will personally miss him quite a bit i know a lot of people will miss him i'm gonna miss his interviews i'm gonna miss just his personality and stuff i was so excited when he went to mississippi state because i was like oh awesome like I'm going to be able to watch him more. Cause obviously like I live in Tennessee, so Washington state, you know, Washington's not exactly an easy school or market to watch when you live in, you know, Tennessee, obviously. So when he came to the sec, I was like, Oh, awesome. I'm going to be able to watch more of his games and stuff. And, you know, sec network and all that stuff. Um, and just like I said, phenomenal human being I'm, like, I've got nothing but great things to say about him. And I, I just like everyone else was devastated when I heard the news um, so you know, rest in peace, Mike leach um, heaven gained an absolutely <laughs> unique and amazing character and I cannot I cannot imagine the stories that he's telling right now just you know um, but awesome awesome individual man and I just wish that you know. I hate that that happened. Um, You know, I I would love to see maybe, like, the SEC or some, you know, somebody start a GoFundMe and, you know, a bunch of people get together and and help out for him and his family. Um, But, yeah. Um, So, moving on to some Tennessee Vols-related news. Um, It's came out this week, which, I mean, I've talked about it. I've said it. I don't know how many times. But Cedric Tillman declared for the NFL draft um, decided to forego playing in the um, Orange Bowl um, this was all some you know stuff that we all kind of figured um you know he got hurt early in the year he's battling you know I believe an ankle injury on and off uh, he came back was it against Georgia um, there's one game he came back for. And you could tell he just wasn't 100%. He wasn't, you know, ready to go yet. Tried to power through, tried to do the best he could, made a couple of things happen. But, you know, just absolutely, um, you know, major loss to the Tennessee Vols offense. And, and we recovered. We did good. But, um, you know, once the Vols lost to South Carolina, I kind of figured, like, yeah, he's, he's probably just going to rest up, heal up, and get ready for the draft. And that appears to be what he's doing. Um, however, Jalen Hyatt was, was on the fence there for a little bit and he really was going back and forth. Every story I read was, oh, you know, he's 50, 50. He's not sure what he's going to do. 50, 50, 50, 50. Not sure. Not sure. Um, he did announce today that he is officially going to enter the NFL draft and he is going to forego the orange bowl. Um, now. First off, I, you know, I can't say thank you enough to Cedric Tillman, Jalen Hyatt. I, I don't know that they listen to this podcast, but can't thank them enough, as well as all of our seniors. Um, one, for sticking around after Pruitt left, but for two, just coming in and duking it out, man, and putting Tennessee back on the map. Like, I'm just excited that we're finally competitive again. Um, it's been a long, hard road for a long, long time. Uh, it has not been easy to be a Tennessee Balls fan. Uh, it's been rough, like not going to lie. But shout out to Cedric Tillman. Shout out to Jalen Hyatt. Shout out to anybody who, you know, whether they're transferring into the draft or graduating or whatever, uh, you know this has been my favorite balls team since like the 04 team. Um, you know, uh, it's just it's been great and've I've loved every second of it. Um, no doubt. Um, now I want to say there's a lot of negativity on social media right now. A lot of people trash talking Jalen Hyatt and Cedric Tillman and saying things like you know, You should finish out the season. That's bull crap. You're leaving your team hanging. You're leaving the university hanging. How dare you? Um, A lot of negativity. Listen, guys, I'm just going to throw this out there, okay? And, again, my main stance... From the start of this, when I started the podcast, when I started doing Tennessee Vols related content, my main goal in life, okay, is to be a positive voice for the University of Tennessee athletics. That's my goal. My goal, you know, there's so many negative Vols out there, um, which is just to spin off a of negative. Negative Vols, there's just so many negative Vols fans out there that, uh, you know, like, I've heard so much crazy stuff this season, guys, like, I don't know why we're not playing Joe Milton. We need to bench hooker. Like, bro, he was a Heisman frontrunner. What are you talking about? You know, like, so many negative things this year. Um, despite us having a banner year, a successful year, you know, there's so many things we've done this year that we haven't seen in years. Records broken, all kinds of stuff. Um, There's a lot of negativity floating around out there. And I just want to throw this out there guys. Okay. Am I said that I don't get to see Cedric Tillman suit up for the balls again? Absolutely. But I, Prefer and love for him to be out there playing with the team in the Orange Bowl, hundred percent, absolutely. Same thing with Jalen Hyatt. Obviously, I'm not ready to say goodbye. I would love to see him suit up, run out there one more time, and and do the things that we've seen him do all year. I would love it. Okay, but. This, you know, for those of you who are not aware, some of you guys are just now coming back to college football. You hadn't watched it in a while because it was painful to watch the balls play and stuff like that. Listen, this has been the new thing for a minute. Okay, that's that's the new thing. Players skip bowl games nowadays. We, you know, a lot of Vols fans didn't know that because we've not really been to many bowl games or, you know, good ones in a while. The problem is, there's a lot of Vols fans, myself included. If we're being honest, yeah, if I'm just being honest, okay. There's talked a lot of shit this year about, you know, trash talking because we don't know when we're gonna get to do it again. So, you know, it happens, but but a lot of people talk a lot of trash talk this year. And, you know, we want to go out and win the bowl game because we want to, you know, prove that we're elite and we can beat Clemson and all that stuff or whatever, you know, it's natural. But this is the new thing, guys. This is the wave of the future that we're seeing here, okay? Players skip bowl games nowadays, especially when they're about to go into the NFL, okay? And we need to remember that the bowl games are an exhibition game, okay? Um, it's it's not you know especially if you're not playing for the playoffs or whatever, it's just not they're just not as important as they used to be. I mean, honestly, who's gonna watch the Cheez It Bowl? You know, who's lining up to watch the Tax Slayer Bowl? I mean, there's like 800 bowls nowadays, not really, but there's a lot. There, there'll be somebody they'll pull that clip and be like, "Yeah, Big Drewski said there, you know." 800 bowls, and there ain't nearly that many. Like, obviously, I'm not being serious, okay? But, um, but yeah, so there's a crap ton of bowl games nowadays, guys, and they just have not been as important, especially now that you have the playoffs, okay? And a lot of people is going to say, well, you know, that's bull crap, man. You should go out there and compete, and that's not what, you know, like, I'm not necessarily in for it or against it, Uh, or for it or against it, but I'm just explaining to you the way that these guys think, okay? Hyatt just won the, you know, number one, uh, like, top-of-the-line wide receiver award that you can win, okay? It's basically like the Heisman Trophy for wide receivers, okay? Um, He's at the top of his game, the pinnacle of success, okay? Um, like, you know, right now he's at the tippy top. Okay. His stock is through the roof. He's super valuable right now. And to be honest with you, I think he was genuinely torn because I think he knew like, man, if I go to the NFL, I'm really going to leave him in a tough spot. Okay. We just had like three wide receivers transfer out. We're losing Tillman. We're losing Hyatt. The only ones we got left is like Brew McCoy, Merrill, Squirrel White, and I think we got like, there's one more guy that I'm forgetting. Oh, well, we don't know what's going to happen with Romel. He's a senior. I don't know if he's got any like COVID eligibility left or how that's working. I don't know if he's coming back or not, but you know. We've got these guys that that are, you know, I mean, we're going to be hurting at the wide receiver position a little bit. Now, we are bringing in some talent, but we're going to be hurting a little bit. That's just the facts of the situation, okay? And I think that that is why Hyatt took so long to come to a decision, okay? He knew, like, man, you know, right now my stock's through the roof. Who knows what's going to happen, I could get hurt next year just like Tillman, maybe some you know something happens and my stock goes down. like I'm at the I'm in the prime position to go to the NFL and get paid and a lot of people are gonna say oh, you're a selfish asshole, man, how could you? But to be honest with you, man, he's got to do what's best for him. Who knows like he could get hurt. In, you know, preseason next year, and we hear about this stuff all the time, but, like, he could get hurt in his very first preseason game next year in the NFL and, like, never play another down of football A lot of people say, ah, that's far-fetched. Look at Inky Johnson, man. The real, real balls fans remember Inky. I just shared a video of him earlier this week. Phenomenal defensive back. Got hurt out in the field. And they were saying he may not ever walk again. Sure enough, I mean, you know, he, he ended up being able to walk again and stuff, but never played another down to football. And he was a phenomenal athlete, man. One of the most hard-nosed, determined people I've ever seen in my life. Like, he no doubt would have done things in the NFL, maybe even went down as a legend. I don't know. But Inky Johnson gets hurt, and the rest is history. Matt Corral was another big one that we heard about a year or two ago. You know, he was this highly touted NFL prospect. A prospect goes into the bowl game, gets hurt. Okay, I don't fault Jalen Hyatt. I don't fault Cedric Tillman. You know, Cedric Tillman's trying to heal up, get better, go to the NFL draft. Okay, Hyatt, again, what if he gets hurt like Tillman in you know a, a no-name game next year and ends up not playing it down and his stock goes down? Okay, like you got to get it while you can. I don't fault him. I'm not mad at him. I wish him the best. I thank God that he stuck around after Pruitt left. Both of them, Tillman and Hyatt, um, you know, they've done wonders for this program. Hypo will adapt. He will adjust. Okay, we've got tons of good recruits coming in. we got players transferring in. Like, we will be okay. We will recover. Will we win 10 games next year? I don't know. Okay, I, I've I'm a little bit nervous about Joe Milton. I could do a whole podcast on Joe Milton, but um, you know, can he take sauce off of his throws and be a little bit more accurate? Can he lead this offense? He's not as serious as Hendon Hooker is. Hendon Hooker is more of like a focused, determined type person. Joe Milton's more of a you know hey let's let's play loose let's have fun let's get out here and compete but like let's have a good time kind of guy nobody knows what's going to happen okay um but the i fully believe that the vols are back i think that they are back they are competitive we are relevant again i think the vols are going to hang around and be competitive for years you know to come um, and we have Heupel and, and Hooker and all these guys I think for that I think Hooker No no disrespect to Heupel or anybody else But I think Hooker is the main reason for our success You know, we've, we've seen elite quarterback play for the first time Arguably since, you know Peyton Manning Maybe, you know, you throw Casey Claus and Eric Ainge in there we're not used to seeing elite quarterback play, and we got to see elite quarterback play, and it was phenomenal, okay? But we don't know what's going to happen next year, and that's what these guys are thinking. They don't know what's going to happen next year, okay? Um, maybe they go 2-10. Maybe they get hurt. I mean, you know, you got to get it while you can, and I don't fault them for it. There's a lot of people pissed off. A lot of people is going to be pissed off at me for saying it, but to be honest with you, I got to the point now, I don't really care what the Nagavals think. Okay. Um, My traction went down after South Carolina lost big time. Okay. So the naysayers and the rainy weather fans and all those people can, they can kiss me where the sun don't shine as far as I'm concerned. Okay. Because, you know, they were only supporting me when, when I, you know, we were winning. They're only supporting the balls when we were winning. You know, now that, you know, we screwed up and lost to South Carolina and aren't going to a championship, a lot of people's already saying, well, we need to just get rid of hypo and start out, you know, like, dude, we ain't got time for that bullshit. We're tired of doing the same old same old. We got to do some new stuff. We need some new material. How about we try supporting our team and our coach for once? That would be my recommendation. How about we try supporting our players? Okay, talking shit about players that just literally gave it their all all season because they want to do what's best for them and their families and their career and their livelihood, you know, that's not going to bode well, okay? It's not going to go over well. We don't want to talk shit about our players because the thing is, we're not going to continue to get good players if we constantly talk shit about the old ones, Okay, it's this is why people make fun of us guys for being a crappy fan base because we do dumb crap like that. You know, some of y'all forgot about what we did with Conzo Martin, the, the basketball coach we had a few years back. We was hollering, fire him, fire him, get rid of him. He sucks. And then he took us to, you know, the Sweet 16, and all of a sudden we're like, bring him back, give him a contract. I mean, we're the laughing stock of the entire, you know, country because of that stuff. This is why people make fun of us, guys. Let's try supporting our team for once and our guys, Jalen Hunt, Cedric Tillman. If you're, if I know that there's a few Vols players, current and past, listen to this podcast. You know, so please get the word out to these guys. We love them. The real Vols fans love him. Uh, we wish him the best. I'll be rooting for them. You know. Now, just fair warning: if 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 they go to the Packers, I'm gonna be torn. Okay, I wish them the best, but I ain't gonna hope they win. That's all I'm saying. I hope they will statistically play well, but I hope they lose every game if they go to the Packers. Okay, that's neither here nor there. Just saying, wish them the best of luck, though. But if they go to the Packers, I'm gonna be a little torn. Okay, but wish them the best. Thank you to all the seniors. You know, any you know current former Vols players that's playing. Thank you for hanging around. Um, I'm not going to name drop or anything like that, but I've talked to a few guys that are on the current team, and I'm so thankful that everybody stuck around after Pruitt left, and this has been the best year. Uh, It's going to be a year that a lot of people are going to remember for a long, long time. You know, this team has literally made some people love watching Tennessee Vols football again that forgot what it was like. I remember the glory days and the good old days and what it was like and all that um and it's so nice to get to experience it again but um but again i thank you guys for the love and the support rest in peace michael leach um you know if you hadn't already well, click like subscribe follow share this with your friends get the word out i would greatly appreciate it until next time com- next time guys big drewski and i'm out